Stewart and founder of A Time for Everything LLC, where we teach you wisdom from God's word to help you grow into all God has called and created you to be in every season and in every change. <laughs> it is so good to have you on our third episode as we talk about a subject that is near and dear to our hearts here at A Time for Everything LLC. But before we get started, I just wanted to preface um, I am in transition, so if you hear bird chirping, <laughs> birds chirping in the background, or you know any other type of sounds that are just not familiar with any typical podcast, I want to let you know that all is well, I am well, and we are working through this together, and bear with us as we go through changes as well in the ministry. Amen? So, as the Holy Spirit leads, every month on our podcast, we are going to share a word of the month with you all. This will give us the space to talk a little bit more about things in scripture, our world, or even our faith journey with the Lord that are confusing to us, or we just need more understanding. Together, we will find out what God's word says about this topic, what it means to us now, and how do we move forward with this truth on our faith journey with Christ. So today, we're going to talk about the word Berean and how to have the heart of a Berean. But what does Berean even mean? And why is it important for us as believers to have a heart and mind like that of the Bereans? Let's take a step back into time to discover who the Bereans were in history and why we should remember who they are today. <laughs> Take a trip with me, friends, to the book of the Acts of the Apostles. Yes, that's right. I called it something totally different, and I'll make sure that I explain a little bit more about why I call it that um, later on in our time together. Go to chapter 17, verse 10 to 15. So, before I go into that verse, I, I want to say this. If there are any questions ever about the reality of scripture, know that God is a God of order and detail. Anything that has taken place in our world today has already been spoken of in scripture. What I'm saying, dear friends, is that the Bible, because it's God's word, can also be traced back into time several centuries ago. The Bible written by God, the creator of all the universe, carries historical accounts, real life events that happened or took place. And it wasn't even written physically by one author. It's a tapestry of handwritten, inspired words from different authors, inspired by God's leading from different centuries, time zones, vocations, callings, jobs, countries, and from different perspectives about their faith journey with the Lord, things that were taking place in their country's history, as well as the historical journey of a people and their relationship with God. Isn't that amazing? 
God made it so that he has a record of his relationship with time and space and his people from different walks and seasons of life. It captures the reality, the spiritual reality of God's word with his people in every season and in every change and transition during their journey with Christ and with God the Father. The Bible is God speaking to you, friend, and the more you come to understand that, the better your faith journey with God will be. So, the book of the Acts of the Apostles, <laughs> our eyewitness record accounts of the acts of God done through men and women of God by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. This account begins right after Christ rose again from the dead and ascended into heaven. He had given his disciples instructions of waiting to receive the gift of God, the Holy Spirit. This gift was God's Spirit himself who would be able to give knowledge, understanding, comfort, instruction, and empowerment to do God's work of raising the dead, casting out devils, woo-wee, <laughs> healing the sick, teaching God's word with boldness, and speaking the truth and love, and so much more by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Also, the words of Christ were brought to remembrance by the Holy Spirit so we can walk effectively with the Lord no matter the season or the changes of life we go through. Amen. So this was an exciting yet dangerous time in the lives of those following Christ. But God was with them like he is with us here and now. Most people speculate that Luke, a later disciple, wrote these eyewitness accounts for he traveled frequently with Paul and the other disciples. But um, even so, many of us know it as the book of Acts. So just so you know what we're talking about, I will continue on with that. But I just wanted to give a little bit of a background of what the Bible is and who wrote the Bible and the purpose of the Bible for us here on earth and the privilege we have, particularly if you're living in a nation that you have free access to the word of God, how blessed we are. And I believe sharing this information with you, sharing this wisdom, this truth with you all before we even get dive deep into who the Bereans were, will help us have a good solid foundation as we move forward in our journey uh, with the Lord together on this podcast. So you know that the word of God is true and whatever we're teaching and speaking and talking about from God's word is to be trusted and can be relied on and can be and can be um, backed up with so many historical accounts. And, you know, to be honest, my dear friends, the reason why I also add this is because I know there are a lot of people out there listening to our podcast who may have struggles with their faith and may not really understand or, quite frankly, um, are having some doubts just about the Bible, God, Jesus, and the truth of its, um, if its relevance in our lives. And I say it, meaning the word of God. So at a time for everything LLC, it's important for us to share that with you. So you know that whatever we're teaching is God's word and it is true. It is, <laughs> it is above fact. It is reality. And we can go to the bank as people say with that. <laughs> Amen. All right, friends. So when we return, we'll talk a little bit more about the Bereans 
and how we can apply what scripture shares about them in our lives today. Welcome back, friends. Now let's go, if you're not already there, to the book of Acts, chapter 17, verse 10 to 12. And it reads, The brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Verse 11. Now, these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. We're talking about the Bereans. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Many of them therefore believed, with not a few Greek women of high standing, as well as men. Can you believe that? Isn't that awesome? So what's taking place here, friends? Um, Paul and Silas are being sent away by night to Berea because of what happened in the previous section. I would encourage you to go ahead and read that. Um, but what happened is that Paul and Silas were able to teach in the Jewish synagogue. And the purpose of them teaching these Jews were many of them either were early converts, meaning that they received Christ and they just hadn't received any further teaching, or B, two, <laughs> um, they were Jews at the time and they had not heard uh, faith in Christ, what that means to believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and as Savior. And now they were receiving this new teaching and as we know it now the gospel the good news of God's salvation of the earth and they were taking it in and they were believing it some of the main characteristics of the Bereans that I want us to pay attention to that is really fascinating and uh, part of what we're going to go deeper into today is this that the Bereans had a reputation of being more noble in character than others. That means they show to be honorable, just, loyal, and pure, pure in their heart pursuit of God and the gifts of God, including embracing Paul and Silas as ministry gifts to them from God. Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> they received it, it, meaning the gospel, and they received Paul and Silas, those who were <laughs> sent to preach the gospel, with all eagerness. They had a character that was pure in intent, and they had the intentions, good intentions, of hearing out Paul and Silas, but we'll get into that. So that's the first characteristic that's very interesting and honorable about the Bereans. They were more noble in character. Number two, they received the word of God eagerly. And I mentioned this a little bit before, but this what this means essentially is that they were hungry. <laughs> they were hungry for truth, um, God's ways above their ways. And the fact that the word of God mentions um, their eagerness puts it in perspective that they not only um, had noble characters, the Bereans, uh, but they also were eager to, wow, eager to change, eager for God's word to do the work that it says it can do. Um, they weren't slothful or dragging their feet to hear from Paul and Silas. No, they were expectant to hear 
the words that were spoken by Paul and Silas. They were expecting that the words that were going to be spoken and taught that day would bring about great change and prayerfully from their perspective, transformation, something new and something fresh that could be taken and lived by moving forward and for the rest of their life. But that's stretching it, right? (laughs) They were looking at the word eagerly and wanted to receive the word eagerly as it was being taught. Amen. Number three, the third thing that we can see from reading the text about the Bereans was that they examined, they examined the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. So they examined, meaning they took time to fine tooth combed carefully through the scriptures to find out if whether or not if they were being taught the truth. Let's just be honest. Paul and Silas um, were, from my understanding of this word, strangers to them. They didn't know Paul and Silas really well. And the reality is that um, they received the word of God Yes, eagerly. Yes, they had noble characters, so they had good intentions. But they had a choice to uh, not compare what they were saying, Paul and Silas were saying, with the word of God. You see, the thing is, though, they wanted to see if what Paul and Silas were teaching was the truth. And they defined the truth by the word of God. Notice how the Berean people didn't avoid this process because Paul and Silas were in ministry for a while or because they seemed well taught, or they were even famous preachers or teachers or apostles of God's word. No, they weren't swayed by Paul or Silas's position in ministry. I'm sure what was told of them, of Paul and Silas, after they gathered in the Jewish synagogue, was that these were well-known, you know, preachers, apostles of this, at this time, new teaching, and for us, the gospel. But they weren't really concerned about that. They weren't really worried or concerned about, um, for lack of better words, impressing um, Paul and Silas. They were more interested, more concerned about knowing God's truth. That's what mattered. Not the notoriety or level or position of the ministers that came to them. That's a message in itself, my dear friends. Amen. Another key word the Bereans did was they studied scripture daily. Notice how studying scripture was something they did often, not just when it was convenient. Um, But why is it even important to study scripture daily, friends? Well, quite frankly, it keeps us in the truth. It allows God's word to check us, correct us, and make us whole. But it also keeps us from being deceived. What if? Friends, Paul and Silas weren't who they said they were. What if they came for the purpose of sharing a false gospel? What if the Bereans weren't constantly in the word of God? It would have been easier for them to be led astray, believe a false gospel that would take them off of God's purpose, God's track for their lives and their journey of faith with Christ that would lead to everlasting life. Amen. Man, this is a message in itself for us even now, today. What if we are not constantly in our word, in the word of God, in the truth of the gospel? We will be led astray. If we're not careful, 
and if we're not examining scripture and the word of God daily. Amen? But that's something else for another time we'll talk about. But the last thing, I said three things <laughs> that's notable about the Bereans. But the last thing, the fourth thing, is that they believed. After doing their part of deeply searching scripture for proof of what was being shared, it was true. They believed the teachings and the scriptures shared. They accepted teaching from these men eagerly. They didn't act standoffish, push or reject them, but they invited them truthfully to share what they had to say. Then they studied. Then they believed. So we should be this way too, friends. We should eagerly invite those who share the gospel to come and share what the word of God has to say. However, we, I myself, I'm including myself, so that's why I'm saying we, we should do our part of studying the scriptures first before we can do what we are called to do. Believe. The Bereans were people of the book. They loved God and his word. Therefore, they were so passionate, eager to keep the integrity of God's word and the integrity of faith. Amen. Here at A Time for Everything LLC, our desire is that you and I will eagerly give space to hear what is being taught today. Yes, the different cultures, beliefs, and faiths that the world may believe, that you, my friend, may believe. And share a safe space to ask the hard questions, examine, study, dig through scripture to find out if these things are actually true. Diving deep into scripture can help us prepare for the times ahead, dig deep roots in our faith, so when we go through difficult transitions or seasons of change, we won't fall away. We'll remain in the faith. We'll remain grow. <laughs> we'll remain grow. <laughs> we'll remain steadfast in the faith and we will grow strong in our relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord. This will also, just practically speaking, Give us some understanding so we can readily share the gospel with others. Amen. Amen. One thing I have learned from the Lord is while we're going through tough transitions, we can come smack dab face to face with what we truly believe. And you know, that's okay. Sometimes we have to go through difficult transitions to reveal what we really believe and where our foundation truly lies. Sometimes we may not even know what we believe <laughs> um, until those things happen, and that's okay. But if we truly become people of the book, people who seek answers, wisdom, God's voice through and only through the Bible first and foremost, we develop the faith we need to walk through seasons of change and transitions. So my dear friends, by teaching you God's word, I'm equipping you, I'm equipping all of us, right? Because the Holy Spirit is helping us do this, right? Through our ministry. <laughs> We're doing this to equip all of us with knowledge so we can know God for ourselves, defend the faith properly, and know our God-given purpose in the earth. Our prayer is, at a time for everything LLC, is that we also stir up your passion to learn for yourself God's loving truth 
help you understand and believe the actual truth of scripture so you can't be deceived. We also pray that by teaching you God's holy word, we will help you grow deep roots in your faith so you can stand firm in your faith no matter the seasons of change you will grow through in life. Amen. God is amazing, friends. Let's take a short break. And when we return, we'll talk a little bit more about some practical ways we can have a heart of a brand. Be right back. Welcome back, dear friends. So, a little bit of a recap. What are the four <laughs> characteristics of the Bereans that we take notice of in Scripture, in the Acts, the book of Acts, <laughs> chapter 17, verse 10 to 12. It was that the Bereans were, one, more noble in character than others. Two, they received the word of God eagerly. Three, they examined the scriptures daily. And four, they believed. They believed. So these are the four characteristics for us to keep in mind that the Bereans had and something that we should look up to. Not even look up to, right? But we should practice in our day-to-day -day life. But how do we do that practically? How do we practically have a heart of a Berean? Before we get into that, my dear friends, I do want to say this. You know, we should never want to be like someone else, right? Um, we should always be true to who God created us to be. However, there are characteristics from others written up in scripture that can help us define, then live out what is honorable and pleasing to God. Amen? Because when we seek scriptures and we find godly characteristics of people who live before us, it can help us effectively see faith in action, what it looks like. It helps us, you know, define and then reflect and pray for these characteristics so we can grow in our faith journey. Uh, for example, anyone reading the account of David can say, David, King David, can say they admire and pray for David's heart of humility and tenderness towards God. However, they should say they want to be like David. For David was a man. He had flaws as much as anyone. Amen? So just something for you to keep in mind when we talk about the Bereans, uh, characteristics that they have and practical ways that we can effectively live that out before the Lord. Amen? Praise God. You and I know God is no respecter of persons, as scriptures say. So that means God doesn't play favorites. <laughs> what God does in the life of another person, he will certainly do for you and I. Amen? So again, just keep that in mind as we're reading the scripture and as we're talking about the Bereans and having a heart of a Berean. So some practical ways for us to have the heart like the Bereans. Let's be eager to hear and listen to people. Big difference <laughs> between hear and listen. Hearing is just you are literally hearing their voice. You are hearing. Let's use another word instead of hearing, right? You're just, you basically just, um, you don't hear, 
you guys can see I'm having difficulty with this. But you are, when you're listening to someone, let's do it this way. When you're listening to someone, you are actually understanding. Understanding. Or desiring to understand what they're saying. Sometimes when you're just hearing someone, you don't see the heart behind what is being said. When you're listening, now you're engaging all parts of you to effectively not only minister, um, but just talk. Just talk to a person to see where they're coming from and um, where they are in their faith journey with the Lord and what angle they're coming from as a whole. Amen? So that's one practical way. Practice being a listener. Be eager to hear and listen to people. And when you come, when it comes to listening, practice. Practice seeking to understand what someone is saying. Don't be judgmental or shut people down or overtalk them. How many of us can say you've been judgmental before and before a word comes out of a person's mouth, especially if they look a certain way or they've shared prior that they believe certain things, you automatically just shut them down, right? wrong. That is not what we do as Christians, as believers, and as those who are seeking to have the heart like the Bereans did, right? Be eager to listen. Be eager to hear. Be eager to listen. Be eager to listen. Be eager to listen. Amen. Praise God. Another practical thing. Let's be quick to examine scriptures for ourselves. Yes, for ourselves. Let's not wait for our pastor, for those of you who go to church, um, you know, on a regular basis, for those of you who listen um, and stream online or watch YouTube for ministers and your favorite ministers and pastors and teachers, you know, of the Lord, let's not wait for prophetic words to come out on social media. Let's not wait for that. Let's Let's define truth by the word of God only. And then, and then as the Lord leads, you seek out counsel from preferably people in your circle that know the Lord, people that discipled you. And if no one discipled you, then those whose ministries you receive from the most and God has used to develop your faith and your character in the Lord. Amen. Let's not be quick to go to social media for uh, <laughs> to cross-reference uh, what is being said to us. Let's not use um, other ministers of the gospel on social media to kind of cross-reference one another. Um, don't rely and depend on, essentially what I'm saying, is on other ministers of the gospel, especially if, especially if they're on platforms that, um, quite frankly has made our generation a little bit lazy in searching the scriptures out and finding out what God says about a circumstance or situation. Because at the end of the day, someone, and that's the purpose of teachers, and I thank God for teachers and pastors, that is the purpose in the body of Christ, amongst other things, right? Is that when you have a teacher of the Lord, it saves time. And that the time that the teacher or the woman or man of God in terms of whether it's a mentor and anything has spent, you know, searching scriptures about something, you have the ability to ask them, you know, why not? It saves you time. And that's the purpose. Like it's to help you learn scriptures. 
um, in an effective way and in a way that's easy for you to understand. But if you go to them all the time, whether that be someone in your personal circle or, or you're literally going to a ministry and um, you're streaming online, you're listening to them. Um, if you're going to them all the time, that's a problem. And you really want to, honestly, my dear friend, you want to examine why you go to that frequently or that person frequently or that ministry frequently for answers versus going to God's word first. Now, for many of you, you might be saying, I'm Marachi now. You know, I believe that part of my quest for answers, I have, you know, the Lord has given me that ministry for wisdom and answers. That's fine, dear friend. But I, I want to encourage you to develop a practice, develop a habit, develop as a part of you to seek scriptures out for yourself. Because the more you do that, the stronger your faith will be. Amen? I spent a lot of time on that, but I think it's important, especially in this day and age, where our generation, um, you know, we seek answers quickly and sometimes at our detriment. Amen? All right. So a practical way for us to have a heart of a Berean other than being eager to hear and listen to people, being quick to examine scriptures for ourselves, is to reflect on scripture daily. Amen? Let's be those who reflect on scripture daily. Amen? How do you do that practically, Amarachi? Well, I do something that I think will be very, you know, helpful and beneficial to you, is I literally have a Bible app. And again, there are many different types I'll share the one that I use. I'm not, it's not a promotion. It's just for you to share and learn for your own self. But I use the um, version Bible app. For a long time, I used Bible Gateway and Bible Gateway is awesome. And so is version. version has is a little bit um, user-friendly for, for me. And it has different types of plans. Um, and the plans are not too long. They're just right. And they just help you um, really reflect on God's word in a personable way. And it's really cool because you get to share your plans with friends or, you know, study the word on your own or with friends. So it's really cool. And there's so many different things about those two apps and probably many more apps I don't know about. So if you have a phone, if you have some type of um, of, um, of device, <laughs> a laptop or whatever, an iPad, whatever, just download an app, download a Bible app that gives you the capabilities to study God's word anywhere you are. Another thing that I do to help you, my friend, is to maybe have little pockets in your day. Pockets in your day where you say, this is just for me and the Lord. And for many of you, you lead busy lives. You have, you're either in professions or in, um, in jobs where you literally don't even have time to eat lunch. I understand that. So first and foremost, let's talk about waking up early. I myself are working on it, so I understand. <laughs> Wake up early and spend time with the Lord. And if your day doesn't permit for that, do little pockets of your time. Do 30 minute, 20 minute, 10 to 15 minutes of your time. Just literally saying, this time between 12 <laughs> and 12.30, during my lunchtime maybe, even for some of you, use it, I'm going to use it for just studying God's word, maybe eating my lunch as I'm doing it, but studying God's word, listening to the Bible app, 
listening to a small message, um, maybe even just reading a whole chapter of scripture, and then just taking time to reflect on it. Amen. Praise God. So we will talk a little bit more about how to do that more on our podcast, how I have built in time with the Lord throughout my day and ways that we can even improve on that. Amen. And how we can reflect on scripture daily. Praise God. So yes, those are the two recommendations I have when it comes to practically studying God's word and studying scripture daily. Praise God. And last but certainly not least, believe. Let's be those who believe. Amen. Just like the Bereans, they weren't stubborn. (laughs) They weren't prideful. Once they confirmed what Paul and Silas were teaching could be found in scripture. They received it, they believed it, and they walked in it. And therefore, they became it. Amen? They took time to listen to Paul and Silas, examine the scriptures for themselves. Daily studying, daily they studied scripture, past tense, right? As well as they came to the conclusion after doing all these things to believe. And you and I can believe scripture as well once we do our part by studying scriptures daily and be eager to listen to others. Amen. Amen, my friends. So those are some practical ways that you and I can be Bereans. Amen. First and foremost, be eager to listen to people. Two, be quick to examine scripture on your own. Three, reflect on scripture daily. And last but not least, number four, believe. Just believe. Don't be stubborn or prideful, okay? Once you know that what someone is speaking to you, teaching to you, and maybe you already are Christian, right? But someone is showing you deeper insight in scripture. Don't be resistant because they found out before you. Amen. I've done that. I have done that. And God has had to, you know, check me by the Holy Spirit, convict me and say, no, you don't do that. You humble yourself and you receive the word of the Lord graciously with, oh my gosh, with gratefulness. If you have any person in your life that's willing to share the gospel to you or do deeper dives with you in scripture, honor and appreciate that person, cherish them. If they're a friend or a mentor um, or just a pastor or teacher, you know, who's sharing with you wisdom from God's word, be grateful for them and just honor God by receiving what they're, what is being taught. Right. Amen. Praise God. So I know that (laughs) uh, we know now more about how we can practically be and have the heart of a Berean. But why is it important for us as believers to stay as a Brian or have a heart as a Brian? Why is it even important? Stick around and find out why here with us at A Time for Everything LLC. We'll be right back, friends. All right, my dear friends. Since this episode is a little bit longer than the others, I want to make sure that we take some time and talk about this, preferably next month. So, A Time for Everything LLC will see you in episode four, 
on our topic, Word of the Month, who are the Bereans? And how do I have, how can we have the heart of a Berean? Stay tuned and I'll see you in our next episode. Thank you.